0: The scripture passage for today is from Ezekiel chapter 37, beginning at verse 1. The hand of the Lord came upon me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord, and set me down in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me around all of them. There were very many lying in the valley, and they were very dry. He said to me, Mortal, can these bones live? And you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I had been commanded. And as I prophesied, suddenly there was a noise, a rattling, and bones came together, bone to its bone. It looked, and there were sinews on them. And flesh had come upon them, and skin had covered them. But there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, mortal, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain that they may live. I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived and stood on their feet, a vast multitude. Then he said to me, mortal, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They say, our bones are dried up and our hope is lost. We are cut off completely. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from your graves, O my people, and I will bring you back to the land of Israel, and you shall know that I am the Lord, and I will open your graves and bring you up from your graves, O my people. I will put my spirit within you, and you shall live. I will place you on your own soil, then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken and will act, says the lord this is the scripture of our lord thanks be to god grace to all of you and peace from god our creator and from our lord and savior jesus the christ amen if someone who knew nothing at all about christianity were to ask you the question what are the most important holidays in your religion What would you say? Well, I suppose we would say Easter and Christmas. But if that was our answer, we would be leaving out Pentecost. The third most important day in the church calendar year is indeed Pentecost today. Pentecost is a celebration of God's Holy Spirit coming to the disciples giving them new life, giving them new passion, giving them renewed commitment to the proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Even though our own church is named Holy Spirit Lutheran Church, we don't talk much about the Holy Spirit. We don't elevate Pentecost to the same level as Easter or Christmas. We even have trouble Understanding just what is the Holy Spirit or who is the Holy Spirit. I had a science teacher once who said, The Holy Spirit's like electricity. You can't see electricity, but there's power there and it makes things happen. I have a pastor friend who told me that the Holy Spirit is like rain after a drought. Another said that the Holy Spirit is like your most optimistic, encouraging friend or coach. The Bible itself uses many different similes and metaphors to try and describe the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is like wind. You cannot see the wind, but the wind has power. The Holy Spirit is like fire. It brings light in the darkness. It brings warmth to the cold. Jesus himself said the Holy Spirit was not just a power, it was also a person. He used the word paraclete to describe the Holy Spirit. Translated, it means the advocate or the supporter. It's like that coach I mentioned a moment ago. One of the most powerful and little-known descriptions of God's Holy Spirit comes to us through one of the Old Testament prophets. It's from chapter 37 of the book of Ezekiel, and it has always helped me understand Pentecost. The prophet Ezekiel has a vision, a dream, where he is transported by God into a dry and very dusty valley. There's nothing growing. All around is sand and rocks and reddish brown soil. It's like the surface of Mars. Ezekiel begins walking and can immediately see that the valley is filled with bones, human bones, thousands of bones, millions of bones, and there's absolutely no life anywhere. God explains that the dry bones are the people of Judah, the people who have just lost a war and are taken as captives into Babylon. In Babylon, the people sit and assume at their time as a nation, their time as a community, their time as a people is gone. The future is gone. There is no hope. There is no life. The Babylonian captives would have agreed very much with the later English philosopher named Thomas Hobbes who said that life was solitary, poor, nasty, brutish, and short, Walking in the Valley of Dry Bones, Ezekiel might have assumed that same attitude as that philosopher Thomas Hobbes. Life, it's solitary, poor, nasty, brutish, and short. Sometimes our lives and our world can seem to us also like a valley of dry bones. We spent a year in pandemic quarantine, and we wonder where is the life of the community where's the joy where's the movement how can 3 million families worldwide move through their grief we look at our incipient problems in our society like racism and inequality and polarization And the degradation of the environment, and it feels like nothing ever changes. It feels like a valley of dry bones. You look at Israel and Palestine, and it feels like it never changes. The conflict never is overcome. A valley of dry bones. We Christians read the headlines that less than half the citizens in our own country do not belong to any religious institution. We wonder, is collective faith dying? We personally experience a health crisis or a financial crisis or a relationship crisis. And it's like Ezekiel looking at his world and seeing a valley of dry bones or it's like Thomas Hobbes looking at his world and saying nasty, brutish, and short. Sometimes that's what we see all around us. As Ezekiel walked into that most forsaken part of the valley, he looked around and then he heard a most surprising question from God. Ezekiel, can these bones live? Well, obviously not. They're all dead, God. There's not even any DNA left. But God is persistent. Three times God asked Ezekiel, can these bones live? Can these bones live? Ezekiel's noncommittal. I don't know, God. Maybe you know. Speak to the dry bones, Ezekiel, says God. Tell the people God is still near. God will breathe life into their dry bones, and you shall live, and you shall laugh, and you shall play, and you shall have joy. So Ezekiel did speak God's optimistic words to the Jews in Babylonian captivity, and they indeed came to life. After losing everything, The people embraced hope, and they went to work. Against all odds, the Babylonian captivity became one of the most creative moments in the history of Judaism. It was during the Babylonian captivity, the Valley of Dry Bones, that most of the Bible was written. It was during the Babylonian captivity that the Jews began clinging tightly to their God. It was during the Babylonian captivity that the synagogue movement started. It was during the Babylonian captivity that visions of a just world led by a Messiah would begin to develop. So, what was it that caused the defeated, discouraged, dry bone Jews to spring to life during such a difficult time? Ezekiel said it was the, the breath of God. Ezekiel chose the metaphor breath to describe God's Holy Spirit, the spirit of hope, the spirit of optimism, the spirit of life. Physical breath, of course, sustains us every second of every day. We cannot live without our physical breath. Ezekiel means to remind us that breath is indeed physical, but also spiritual. We cannot live fully live without spiritual breath, sustaining us every minute of every day. We may be surrounded by difficulties and death, pain and sorrow, incipient societal problems that seem to have no solution. We may become like Thomas Hobbes or walk in our own valley of dry bones, but today Ezekiel says, no, no. Life, it's still good. God is still here. Hope can be renewed. The breath of God sweeping down to the valley of dry bones brought bone to bone and sinews and flesh and finally life. What a metaphor. Today is Pentecost Sunday and Pentecost is the celebration of that breath. That breath of hope, that breath of life, continuing to blow upon us, continuing to lift us up and propel us forward. It was the same breath of God which broke down the doors and opened the shutters of the upper room where the disciples were huddled together in fear following Jesus' death. The disciples were dry bones. Life had gone out of them. It's also reminiscent of the very creation story in Genesis. The disciples in the upper room, consumed by their grief and their fear, were, as it says in the book of Genesis chapter 1, they were a formless void and darkness covered the face of the deep. It seems that the writer of Genesis had some similarities with Ezekiel. And with Thomas Hobbes. It's just that the writer of Genesis uses a different metaphor. Thomas Hobbes said existence was solitary, poor, nasty, brutish, and short. Ezekiel said it's like a valley of dry bones. Genesis says it's like a formless void. What would be your metaphor? What poetry would you use to describe a broken world? What do you say when you look the Holocaust in the face or 400 years of slavery in America or the Israeli-Palestinian conflict or pandemic or domestic violence or Lou Gehrig's disease or deep loneliness? Sometimes, sometimes, we all feel like dry bones. We all feel like that formless void that the disciples felt in the upper room. And we understand Thomas Hobbes and why he said what he did. Well, on this festival of Pentecost, this very day, we do see the world as it is. But we also feel and experience the breath of life, the breath of hope, the breath of God. The Holy Spirit is the breath of God bringing us life in impossible situations. Situations that seem dead. Pentecost is the third great festival day in the church year because it celebrates God's ongoing breath, God's Holy Spirit blowing upon us now in the present tense. The spirit of life that gives our church its name, Holy Spirit, Lutheran Church, holy breath of God, Lutheran Church. Especially as we come out of a -a once-in-a-century pandemic, we feel our own dry bones coming back to life. We, like the disciples, begin stepping out of our upper rooms to engage the world around us with hope and confidence, justice and peace. We believe the world can and will be a better place. And our calling is The same calling as Ezekiel. God told Ezekiel, go, prophesy, speak, work, accomplish. And in a real sense, Ezekiel, you be the breath of God now, blowing upon the dry bones in this world. Such is our call. Such is our mission. Such is our purpose. We are the breath of the spirit of God, the spirit of hope, the spirit of change toward every impossible, intractable problem. In the words of our church theme this year, we then embrace the path forward. A most blessed and inspiring Pentecost now to all of you. Amen.